Hello, this is Prophetic Connection Devotional. My name is Patricia English. I would like to talk about the message of heaven or hell. But first, I'd like to read a poem which is called Life is Fragile. Life is so very fragile, we never know about tomorrow. So make a decision for God's mercy and flee an eternity of sorrow. Jesus didn't promise the next day, so make a salvation decision now. Don't procrastinate another minute. Here's instruction on how. Admit you broke the laws of God, meaning the Ten Commandments he gave. Humbly see your need for God. Repent and ask to be saved. Don't try to justify yourself because of the good deeds done for the world is guilty before God, and no one is righteous, no, none. Don't deny God's expression of love when he gave his son Jesus to die. He became our substitute on the cross to pay the penalty for you and I. He is our only way of escape from the fury of a raging hell. God wants his gospel preached, so in obedience I am here to tell. Praise the Lord. Okay, I'd like to speak about heaven or hell. When Jesus says something once, we should always listen. Of course, we know that. If he says it twice, we should really give ear to him. But if he says it 23 times, then we should drop everything, close the door, shut off the phone, end the TV, and really listen. The Holy Spirit chose to speak of hell 23 times in the New Testament. Now, I cannot assume that everyone listening to this message is saved because only God knows our heart. But there may be many of you who are saved already and some of you who are not sure, though you go to a church every week, and some of you are searching. And if you are searching, you have come to the right place. Now I want to say, being associated with a person or a church does not qualify someone to be saved. We have the example of Judas, who walked with Jesus over three years, and then he hung himself because he betrayed Jesus. He was remorseful, but he did not repent and ask for forgiveness. Jesus said in Matthew 10, 28, And fear not them, which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Jesus is saying here, not to fear what man can do to you, but fear him and what he, God, will do to those who deny him. Religion is the biggest problem against the cross and what Jesus did, because religion is man-made, but the cross is what God did from before the foundation of the world, as Peter wrote in 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 18 to 20. For as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by the tradition from your fathers, but the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, for who verily was foreordained 
before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you. The one and only person that can save us is the Lord Jesus Christ and what he did on the cross. Every opportunity to be saved, which could be many, by the grace of God, must come on this side of the grave. There is not a second chance after death, as some believe. Every person ever born on the earth, after Adam and Eve sinned by believing the lies of the devil, every individual until the end of time has been born into sin. The cross alone holds back the judgment of God. God is merciful and good, but he is also a judge, and he will judge sin. If we are not saved, we are not cleansed, as said in Revelation chapter 1, verse 5. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. Those who die without salvation will stand before Jesus, as it says in Revelations verse 20, 11. And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. John the Revelator saw this vision, that there will be a day that those who stand at the great white throne judgment are the lost. Now the writer of Hebrews chapter 10 verse 31 says, it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. God is love and the good news is that no one has to go to hell. John 3 16 says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God is holy and he cannot look upon sin but because of his love for his creation he made a way of escape for us and came to earth in Jesus Christ and laid down his life for us. This is not just a nice Christmas story but this is the most important event in the entirety of the world because when we hear this message and when we make our decision it will determine where we will spend eternity. Hell is a real place because Jesus said this in Matthew 25 verse 41. He said, Then shall he say also unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, ye cursed, into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. Hell was made for the devil and his angels, but whosoever refused to believe that Jesus Christ became the perfect sacrifice, satisfying the wrath of God that was against us, they will go with the devil. Hell is dreadful, and there is no escape once you are there, and it is for eternity. A million and more years from now, we will all be somewhere, because our soul will never die. Someone once said, For those who are lost, earth is the closest place to heaven they will ever see. And for the Christian, the earth is the closest place to hell they will ever see. Let each of us then humbly request God to search us now. We all have an urgent need of divine help 
and without Jesus there is no help or hope. God spoke to the prophet and said in Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 9 he told him he said the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it Jesus spoke to a very religious man whose name is Nicodemus in John 3 verse 3 about being born again meaning that our heart cannot be rehabilitated or fixed so unless we are born of God's Spirit we cannot see or enter the kingdom of God in other words God has to give us a brand new heart now this is a real dilemma for us because there is not one single thing we can do or say to save ourselves except to call out to God for mercy and repent and thank God for the cross and ask him to save us salvation cannot be inherited but it is a personal thing between you and God now the Apostle Paul uh, he before he was saved he was killing Christians and arresting Christians and he probably had a hard time forgiving himself for quite a while of, of what he did but God forgave him God forgave him and when he was on his way to do uh, more arrests and more killings he had an encounter with Jesus on the road to, Dam on, to the uh, on the road to Damascus and Acts 9 verse 5 Paul falls down and said who are you Lord then the Lord said I am Jesus and I want to say to you call out call out and God will show himself to you now this is why Paul wrote to Timothy in 1 Timothy 1 15 this is a faithful saying he said and worthy of all acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief this was a grave sin he was committing he was he was killing and arresting God's people but I just want you to know no matter what you have done Jesus wants to forgive you there is no sin that Jesus cannot forgive Jesus has made a way of escape and no one has to go to hell God told Adam and Eve in Genesis chapter 2 verse 17 but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat for in the day that you eat of it you shall surely die now we can understand uh, doing evil that's obvious God hates evil and we know that but what is this good part the tree of good and evil this good part deceives a lot of people because this good part is people trying to be good and do good things which is self-righteousness trying to please God now what would you rather hear what would you rather hear God say to you depart from me you cursed into the everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels or would you rather hear enter into the joy of your Lord there is a joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repents if you gave your heart to the Lord right now angels would rejoice in heaven because a sinner comes home Heaven is a place that awaits those who believe and receive what Jesus did. Paul quotes in 2 Corinthians 
chapter 2, verse 9, something the prophet Isaiah said in Isaiah 64, verse 4. He said, but as, as it is written, I has not seen or ear heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. Please do not miss heaven. Jesus paid a great price for your salvation so that you could spend eternity with him. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 12, verse 2, it reads, Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Jesus suffered so that we can experience his joy. He saw that. He was willing to go to the cross and suffer for the joy that he saw ahead, the, his joy that he was going to give us through salvation. How awesome is that? Here is a little glimpse of heaven for you. And this is written in Revelation chapter 21, verse 21. The 12 gates were 12 pearls. Each individual gate was of one pearl, and the street of the city was pure gold like transparent glass. My goodness, we actually, we just cannot imagine. In our, in our wildest imagination, we cannot comprehend what God has for those who love him. Say yes to Jesus and pray this prayer with me. Dear Father, I thank you for Jesus and what he did on the cross for me. I know I am a sinner, and I ask you to forgive me and cleanse me from all sin and help me live for you. Jesus, come into my heart so that I can be born again of your Holy Spirit. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. If you pray this prayer from your heart, go tell somebody. Start praising God. Start thanking God for saving you. And if I don't meet you on this side of the grave, I'll see you later in heaven. God bless you.